Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. gentlemen i am your host blake Rafino. this is are you serious sports we hope that you guys are making it a good one we know that we are as well huge show in store for you tonight as the lsu basketball tires continue to roll continue to absolutely dominate on all phases of the game this by far is will wade's best defensive basketball team to date at lsu they are just i mean guys when you have Darius Days not getting above double-digit points and you're beating teams by 30. Uh, this team is very impressive. Will Wade has a squad. Uh, we'll see if it's his be- the best team that he's had since he's been at LSU. But right now, as of right now, they're completely dominating. I fully expect this LSU basketball team to find their way uh, into the top 25 sooner rather than later. They are just physically dominating uh, up and down the court. So it's fun to see. Very, very, very fun to uh, to see everything that is going on. Um, they didn't play uh, Butler. Shoot, what was the team? I pulled up the box score, but then I exited out like a dumbass. <laughs> I completely uh, uh, got rid of it like a dumbass. Belmont, excuse me. Why? I forgot about that. There is a box score. Uh, but look. Tarian Eason, 17 points. Xavier Pisson, 14. Efton Reed, 12. Brandon Murray, 11. A lot of good stuff. But, 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 but. However, however, that's not all we have to talk about tonight is we got a lot to talk about in reference to the LSU head football coaching search. A lot of people are saying a lot of things. What are we hearing? What are we uh, not hearing? Uh, we will share a lot of opinion and some sourcing tonight on that. I'll get into some Rafino's rants about Ed Orgeron. Uh, we'll go around the SEC. We got the Iron Bowl this week. We might even kick it up to the big house, talk a little Michigan, Ohio State 
uh, if we're lucky, but we'll definitely go around the SEC. Texas A&M is very beatable. We'll touch on that in the Saints. Yikes. What are they doing? Absolutely 100%. What are they doing? Uh, so, before we get started, let's get to a couple of comments. Sean Payton says in the YouTube chat, uh, and look, we and Sean have had our issues, but he's he's inside live the YouTube chat. He says, who in here can, cu- can kick and, and catch? Well, Coach, you should have thought about that before now. You should have thought about that before now. Uh, Jeremy says, uh, who let Glenn Gilbo back on the LSU bit, beat? He needs to go somewhere else. Uh, in, Glid's, in Glid's defense, he did break the LSU baseball news. Um, so, we'll see. We'll see. a lot. Of, but he also got it wrong. He said it was Mike Bianco, and then he said it was Jay Johnson. So, he got it right the second time around. So, we'll see. We'll see. I, I think Glenn is just, do, just reporting what he's hearing. Uh, I don't think there's anything malicious behind it, in my opinion. Uh, but let's do this. Let's pay some bills. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. If you're on Facebook, there's 176 of you live on Facebook currently. All 176 of you, do us a favor by hitting that like button and share to your social media platforms, share to your Facebook pages, share to some Facebook groups. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and notification bell. We're growing very quickly on YouTube. It's very fun. <coughs> Excuse me. Kind of choked a little bit there. Let me get a, a little sip of my drink. But we're growing very rapidly on our YouTube channel. If you're uh, listening to us on, on Twitter, don't forget to hit that retweet and follow button as well. If you're listening to us on the new podcast, a lot of people ask about the audio podcast uh, as we have a lot of listens there. But uh, we did not do the post game. We are shifting where we are uploading the um, audio, but we'll be up there. I uploaded it today and tonight's. Uh, episode will be up there as well. So let's pay some bills around this thing, and then we'll get started. None better than our good friends over at GM Varndo and Sons and BetOnline.ag. Guys, with 64 years of experience, nobody's better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varndo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. No job is too big. Let them know that Blake Rafino over at AYS sent you on by. And our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. Guys, have been telling you about BetOnline for a long time now. Whip out your mobile device at the end of the show. If you want to play some bets, currently, if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do win, we'll go 3-2, and two, which will make us 17-4. No, 17-3-1. So, over the last month, we go 17 17- Three and one in our NFL bets. The number one place that we use that is betonline.ag. When you sign up, use the Believe 50 AYS podcast tab. That way they know your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. I forgot to mute myself (laughs) on the other stuff. Uh, Marcus Como says, yeah, I got to go check them out. Uh, who's that? You're talking about GM, Varnado and Sons, 225-664-9992. Uh, Ryan Thibodeau with the $5 super chat. He says, I got sixes on my old school big body Lincoln Continental with the suicide does. Okay. Referencing Lincoln Riley. 
Uh, the great ghost of Ed Orgeron on YouTube says, any hire except Dave Aranda is a mistake. It's an absolute mistake if we hire anybody besides the former, one of the former, defensive coordinators of LSU, Dave Aranda. Current Baylor head coach. Uh, Jimbo Houdet says, Bruce Feldman is no longer welcome in Baton Rouge. Yikes. Yikes. Uh, and Chase says, I thought Eli's mom said he wasn't going to transfer. What happened with that? Yeah, we'll talk on Eli. Let's just get that out of the way very, very quickly, and I will tell you uh, what I'm hearing uh, from the very beginning. Number one, guys, and I don't mean this in the wrong way or to – uh, continue to beat down on Ed Orgeron. Uh, but I'm going to give this comparison, right? Like, I'm sure that especially a lot of you that are in relationships or you have a wife, a significant other, whatever you might have you, there's always that couple you're probably friends with that always fights in public, right? Always just, nah, yeah, 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 at one another. Well, Ed Orgeron has done some crazy things in public, right? Like some crazy outlandish stuff in public. But a lot like that relationship that with that couple that's always fighting in public, what's going on behind closed doors? And I'm not saying that Elias Ricks um, has issues. And, and look, his mom posted a thing on Facebook today about the only reason Eli was at LSU was for Coach Ed Orgeron. You know, look, that's your decision. Do what you want. But there's a lot of things that's going on chaotically around this program. So, look, it doesn't mean that he can't come back. doesn't mean that he's going elsewhere at the current moment. just means he's in the transfer portal. Let's hope we get a good coach, see if he'll come back. Um, look, he's been knowing Coach Ed Orgeron for over a decade, but you choose the school, not the coach. You choose the school, not the coach. So, a lot of people, Blake, he opted out. Blake, this. I, look. He's not there. Dwight McGlothern, quite honestly, I think Eli Ricks is a talented kid, but Dwight McGlothern has played better than him in two seasons, quite honestly, because he's on the field. Well, Elias Ricks has pick sixes. So does Dwight McGlothern as Florida. So, all right, all right, all right. You can fire in your questions. We'll get to all um, – try to get to a lot of them on um, inside the show. Um, but Gerald says, let's do this. So we do got a lot to talk about with this uh, head coaching search. And I'm going to give you my opinion on this and give you a little bit of sourcing. So every LSU fan you know, hit the like button, share. Let's get that out of the way. Um, here's my thoughts. Um, over the last 72 hours, there have been reports from people in Kentucky, Bruce Feldman, um, I, I mean, you guys have read the reports, Glenn Gilbo, um, just a lot of reports. So let's start with the first candidate that a lot of people are talking about since he's very local here in Billy Napier. Um, it was reported by some that a couple of weeks ago that Billy Napier had advised LSU that the he was going to wait until LSU gave him the yes or no before he made a decision. Now, Decision for what? Like, decision to stay at ULL? Because if LSU doesn't give you an offer, your only option at that current moment would have been to stay at ULL and not go to LSU. Now, Florida 
has opened up with Dan Mullen being fired. The the quick process that that th- that that is going. Got a piece of hair in my mouth. Got to get my one bad thing about having a beard, ladies, is hair can get in your mouth. But Dan Mullen and how this uh, being fired and how quickly this process is going leads me to believe that Billy Napier and Scott Strickland, the athletic director at Florida, had talked about this extensively before right now, if he is the guy. Some people have uh, stated that he's the lead candidate. I've talked to people that have been on this show that cover Florida. They seem to believe that Billy Napier is also the lead candidate, along with Bob Stoops. A lot of different sourcing going on. But if it's true that Billy Napier was waiting for LSU and LSU alone, why is he now looking for another job? Now, Florida, you can make the argument, well, Florida is just another, just another big school. And I understand that. But Billy Napier has turned turned his head and turned away from some pretty big, big jobs, Auburn being one, Baylor being one, so on and so forth. So he's turned some pretty big jobs down before. Now, not bigger than Florida. But that's neither here nor there. Not going to have the debate <coughs> if Florida is bigger than Auburn and all that jazz. So for that instance, it's going to remember this because that point is going to lead me to what I'm going to tell you at the very end. So let's go with Mark Stoops. You know, for a second there, Mark Stoops and his camp had me a little fooled because you had a lot of people in Kentucky saying, Mark Stoops wants out of Kentucky, man. He's tired of drinking the bourbons. He's tired of drinking the whiskeys. He's tired of laying down with wildcats. And for a second there, for a second there, I believed that Mark Stoops was legitimate. Now, he might, and so could Billy Napier. But as soon as the Florida job opened up, I mean as soon, not even five hours, four hours, not even two hours had passed, and Bruce Feldman at The Athletic had posted a story, well, Mark Stoops is a candidate, if not a top three candidate for Florida. So you were a candidate for LSU, and Scott Woodward had allegedly reached out to you through a third party, which that's not how it works. I don't believe that at least not to this date, and now all of a sudden you want the Florida gig. Mark Stoops wants money or Mark Stoops wants out, plain and simple. I think that he sees the writing on the wall that he can't win big at Kentucky. He can't win big. So it looks like he wants out. So I'm not necessarily buying the fact that Mark Stoops is legitimately on that LSU list. Not buying it. Which brings me to my third guy, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien, over the last 72 hours, and some of you know that <laughs> uh, the Alabama connection that we have on this show versus maybe some uh, is a little bit unique. Um, but I hear around Alabama that Saban is doing overtime work because he wants Bill O'Brien and Doug Marone their offensive coordinator, and their O-line coach out of town. Now, I know that a lot of people around here locally are pushing for Bill O'Brien. And I know if you did a blind resume for Bill O'Brien, it would it looks impressive. 
He won his division in the AFC South. Well, I'm old enough to remember when the AFC South absolutely sucked. So what division was he really winning again? Now, the NFL is a tough league to win, and there's no disputing that. I'm not going to argue that point. I'm not going to argue that. But he wasn't probably outside the AFC East, the worst division in the NFL. It is my belief and some things that I've heard that Bill O'Brien is not necessarily, I don't want to say no longer welcome, but I think that Saban wants to look elsewhere. Now, that's not to say that he's going to, Saban's going to move on from him or he's going to leave or he's not going to head ho- uh, Nick's head coaching job. I just don't buy. I'm just not buying that it's Bill O'Brien. Not buying it. So many different reasons that we could get into why I, it's it, it can't be Bill O'Brien. And, and it leads me to this point. It leads me to this point. Scott Woodward has worked for more than 20 years, more than 20 years to get to this point. From where he started to where he went to coming back, all that he's done, all that he's done was to get to this exact moment to come back to his alma mater, to leave a legacy on LSU Athletics, like nobody has ever done. Now, he's starting to make his imprint with hiring coaches like Jay Johnson and Kim Mulkey, et cetera, et cetera. But none of that really matters if you don't get this head, co- head football coach job hire or hire correct. You did fire a national championship winning head coach. You did uh, uh, want to part ways with him in the middle of the season. You left him as a lame duck to go through the middle of the season, which quite honestly left Ed Orgeron in an awkward spot and quite honestly left fans starting getting more pissed off at the man for the stupid shit that he's saying. I believe that this comes down to one candidate for right now. Now, does does um, Scott Woodward have backup plans? I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. But I have a reason to believe that if not already done, even though I may believe that a deal is already done and put in place, I think Scott Woodward's going after Lincoln Riley. I think that there's too many other pieces falling in line and in place, or let me, I'll get to that. But I do feel that he's the guy right now. Or and which is a, a, a very viable option, is he's got somebody in the bag and somebody that we're not talking about, Mario Cristobal, Luke Fickle, so on and so forth. But I think the number one guy right now is Lincoln Riley. Now, this whole Jimbo Fisher thing, I do think that it's very ironic, very ironic, that Jimbo does not deny the LSU head coaching job when he's first asked about it, and then, luckily, luckily, right after Jimbo was asked again, when Lincoln Riley comes to the forefront as the number one guy for LSU, then he all of a sudden just turns it down emphatically. Coaching searches are puzzle pieces. 
you got to find which pieces connect to one another to make the whole picture look correct. Now, would I be surprised if this next Sunday or however or whenever it's going to happen that Luke Fickle, Mario Cristobal, or whoever is your next head coach? No. But for all you Lincoln Riley fans, you better order you an Oklahoma State shirt and you better put that son of a bitch on and you better be rooting for the Fighting Cowboys. And you better hope Oklahoma gets that ass beat this week. Oklahoma people are getting nervous, y'all. It's not me saying it. Not an Oklahoma guy. Don't pretend to. But even Carol Baskin, not Carol Baskin, Joe Exotic, who's from the state of Oklahoma, I'm sure is getting worried about this. Y'all remember the Tiger King? Carol Baskin, that bitch. I'm sure he's getting even worried. So that's my take on it. That's what I'm that's what I'm feeling. I'm leaning towards Lincoln. Am I surprised if it's not Lincoln? No. No. Do I think that there's some doubt of Lincoln leaving Oklahoma? Yeah. But I still believe in my heart of hearts that Scott Woodward is about to throw down mad stacks of effing cash for his next head football coach, who I believe is Lincoln Riley. All right. Let's get to a couple comments. We got a lot of them flying in here. Um, the ghost of Ed Orgeron says Bill O'Brien would be a terrible hire. I agree with that. And look, this whole Paul, Paul, Paul Feinbaum, that ball-headed, scallywag, beard, big-eared son of a gun calling out Scott Woodward, saying that he's getting played and he doesn't know what he's doing, then why the F word are you so big on Jimbo Fisher, you big satellite-eared sucker? You know, the funny thing about P- Feinbaum is, is that he gets to call everybody out. But God forbid ESPN allows somebody to call out that son of a gun. Somebody please show me in Scott Woodward's track record that you can say that he's being outdueled. If you want to throw the Marcus Freeman thing out there, that's fine, but a lot of people didn't want to coach for Ed Orgeron. Big-eared sucker. Holland Oates, uh, Alabama fan, says, Hey, Blake, I had a great time the other night in the space. I'm pulling for Saturday. Jimbo sucks. Thank you, sir. Yeah, we did a Twitter space. A lot of people. Um, so I think we're going to be doing those on Fridays. Um, so everybody follow us on Twitter at AYS Sports. Uh, maybe around 8, 830. Uh, we'll do those. Uh, I kind of just let you guys talk. I'll let you guys go. I try to bring in a lot of listeners. Um, this past when a lot of people asked me questions, but um, I'm going to give you, you guys a platform and the position to talk. So I'll give you some more times on Twitter spaces. I think we'll do those on Fridays. Um, anything goes. Just don't curse anybody out. Don't say nothing stupid. You know. Uh, William Hodges says, anybody who trades DeAndre Hopkins for peanuts isn't welcome in Baton Rouge. Yeah, he traded him for a ketchup packet and a, and a running back. Uh, Jimbo Hudat says, hell no to Matt Campbell. Hell no to Mark Stoops. Uh, Butchin O'Brien, or 
no to Bill O'Brien. I don't know what where this where this Matt Campbell stuff is coming from. And look, I, I'm not going to rule out Matt Campbell at this current moment. Um, what I am going to do, what I am going to do is find um, try to get some stuff around Iowa State. Um, but guys, you have you have a a individual in Matt Campbell who who talked about not wanting to recruit five stars. Like we have audio, we have video on that. Look, Big Daddy, this is a different beast. You want to know why you're not winning the Big 12 on a constant basis? It's because you're not going after those kids. With all due respect to everybody, Jamar Chase, five-star, uh, 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 Terrace Marshall, five-star. you got to go – look, you don't miss on a lot of them. You'll miss on some, but you don't miss on a lot of them. you got to go get your Jamar Chases. you got to go get your Terrence Marshall. you got to go get your Derek Stingley's. Shit, you don't do that, and you don't, and especially you don't do that shit in this state. You're going to get your ass beat. It don't matter about stars and all that shit, and I, and I get all that. But you got a talent. You got to recruit the the talented guy. Does Matt Campbell walk in a room? Does Matt Campbell walk in a room and beat Nick Saban? Because I think Lincoln Riley, big nuts Lincoln Riley, can walk in there and say, "Hey, Big Daddy, we're coming." Because that's the personality that he has. Matt Campbell, not so much. Is he a good coach? Yeah. Does his hat look like shit? Absolutely. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to flatten out that 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 his hat. He's gonna have a, got a lot. He's got to do. But look. Let's not get this shit twisted. We don't cover a lot of recruiting. I understand that. We got a lot of people that do. Mike Scarborough and others come on this show We talk, that have talked recruiting. I follow it, but not going to really talk about it. Don't want to really, really deal with 16, 18-year-old kids. It's not what I want to build this into. Now, we'll talk recruiting, and that's fine. But, but, man, recruiting is the lifeblood that fuels your program. If you don't want to go out there and recruit five-star talent, your ass don't need belong to be here now. Think Matt Campbell's a good coach. Think he's done some good stuff at Iowa State. But when you go out there and saying you don't want to recruit five stars, hell no. Shit no. Hell no. Derek Stingley can't be going to Alabama. Jamar Chase can't be going to Florida or Alabama. Marcus says it's uh, like it's no ranches in Louisiana, talking about Jimbo. Yeah. Uh, Conrad says the only Bob I'm down with is Bob Stoops. Big game Bob Stoops? Yeah. Uh, Pooh Bear says Carol Baskin did it and Lincoln Riley and Lincoln Riley will be the next Tiger King. Y'all like that? Season two's underway of the Tiger King. I hadn't watched it yet. I, I, what do you guys think of the season two of the Tiger King? Carol Baskin, that bitch. Guys, come on. She killed her, she killed her husband, right? Like... <laughs> You know what's crazy? That that was going on when we restarted the show. It's freaking freaking nuts. Uh, Tiki Tech Taco says, if OU wins, they go to the Big 12 championship game. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. And um, that complicates things. That complicates things. And look, I, I know that I do, I'm coming off of the one, talking about recruiting, but the one thing, the one thing and only thing that you can sit back and wait on a little bit, can you wait a week for Lincoln Riley? If he's your guy, can you can you wait? Does does uh 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 um Thomas um guy what's his name? 
y'all know who I'm talking about. I'm having a brain fart. Why is his first name slipping my mind? Um, he's on the staff. Uh, anyway, does Scott Woodward, does his staff start calling recruits? Look, these coaches don't aren't necessarily going to be fired now. So do you tell do you tell them to keep recruiting? And look, you might have some you might have some carryover with this with this staff. If if you have carryover with this staff, then that means that those coaches are going to be out there recruiting. Now you got to have a mean son of a gun to be out there by himself without a head coach. Ed Orsron, and as much as I trash him. Look, USC had a, still had a really good recruiting class when Pete Carroll came in. We all know the story. Ed was out there recruiting his ass off. Wish he would have had that same energy when he was the head coach the last couple of years, and maybe we wouldn't be in this predicament. But uh, Ryan Thibodeau says, hashtag bring the Tiger King. Lincoln Riley is the new Tiger King, y'all. <laughs> Everybody's saying Fonbaum got them satellites. I mean, them things pick up 6G, dog. Jared Vedrin says, just left the basketball game. The general has them boys rolling. That he does. That he does. And, look, I, I think that that team's going to be in the top 25. I mean, very quickly, if you miss it. Uh, Darius Days, 9.7 rebounds. Uh, Efton Reed, almost with a double-double with 12 points, 9 rebounds. Brandon Murray, Xavier Pinson. Look, Brandon Murray and Xavier Pinson, if they keep playing like they're playing, the two guys that you brought in here uh, from the portal, you're going to have a big day. Tari Eason with 17 points. Now, I do – you know, Eric Gaines has given you a lot, some good minutes. He still turns the ball over sometimes. He's still, ruth, he's still a little careless with it. But, man, does that kid play some defense. That, that kid can play some defense now. Uh, Brandon Reese says, I want an offensive-minded coach who can call plays and work with quarterbacks. Um, I especially want at least somebody on one side of the ball that's called plays before. And look, a lot of people outside of the show have either messaged me, private messaged me, whatever. Uh, Austin Thomas, Austin Thomas, who I was thinking about, just came to my mind. Um, but I'm a, I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that one for a second. I'm gonna leave that one for a second. No, look, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it. Um, we'll talk about that soon. We'll talk about that soon. Uh, Rick says, Riley to LSU would shake the college football landscape and is exactly what Scott wants to do. Of course, that's exactly what Scott wants to do. Now, look, a lot of people get freaked out about big name hires. You know, a lot of people say, oh, you don't, you can't always go for the big name. Sometimes it doesn't always work. Well, shit, ask Alabama that, ask Florida that. Ask uh, Ohio State that. I mean, shit, ask LSU that. And I know Nick wasn't necessarily a big name, but he'd been in Belichick's staff. I mean, guys, if you get really good coaches who actually know what the fuck they're doing, you're fine. You're fine. So, look, LSU and Louisiana is a place where you can come and win. You can recruit big here. You can win big here. There's not a lot of another atmosphere like LSU. A competent coach can win here. Ed didn't care. Les didn't care. Les wanted they both. The thing that killed Les and Ed at the end for both of them was is that both of them wanted to do it their way, and both of them lost. 
If you can't adapt in business, you're going to die. Adapt or die. And look, for everybody saying that Lincoln Riley's defense is trash, I, look, it's taken him a little bit, but I don't know what game y'all saw Saturday, but, the, 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 the you know, they're not as bad as, you t- as you're saying that they are. Last two weeks, they're holding teams to an average of, of 24 points. With that offense, it's winnable. And he doesn't have the... Uh, He doesn't have the personnel. Zachary Payne says, live in Iowa. You just took Matt Campbell's words completely out of context. Of course, Zachary Payne would say that, but he said it. Zachary Payne's always on my ass about something. Let me, let's go and look. Matt Campbell. Five-star quote. Campbell says it has to do with five-star culture. It has to do with going out to big schools, being a part of all the glitz and glamour. None of us came from Ohio State or Alabama, Campbell said. Again, he's talking about five-star culture. You got to be going – you got to go out there and get five stars. You don't hear Saban talking about – you don't hear Saban talking that shit. You don't hear Saban talking that shit. Saban says, I'm going to build my culture, and we're going after the best players. You can't uh, bullshit. And he talks too much like uh, uh, Andrew Luck. <laughs> no. Go get a coach that's actually doing – I mean, well, Blake, he's doing shit at Iowa State. Good for him. Good for him. Good coach. Sure. But no. I mean, look. I – we get Matt Campbell, somebody missed something. And look, I might be eating my words and all this shit, but right now, no. Uh, Robert Pate on Facebook says, hashtag at, or at Ask Blake, what we sipping on? Uh, hi, West. On this Monday. Hi, some High West. Jay Sedberry says, what up, Blake? I heard USC is going hard after Aranda. Any view there, Blake? Um, I said this a couple of weeks ago, and this is my opinion. I'll reiterate it. I do believe that Dave Aranda, because he's a West Coast kid, does make a lot of sense at USC. That's not to say he wouldn't be challenged if he was a guy or a backup plan to come to LSU. I fully believe that he's a guy, a, a very big thinker, a guy that analyzes everything and sometimes sometimes analyzes things too much. And sometimes when you do analyze things too much, it can hurt you instead of help you. Um, but his name is, is seems to be starting to come uh, to the forefront if they strike out with like Luke Fickle or, or whomever, uh, that they're going to go after Dave Aranda. Now, Look, we'll see, um, but I do have my reservations on Dave. I'm old enough to remember when a lot of LSU fans wanted Dave out the door just like Ed Orgeron did. 
um, because his defenses were, were doing bad against Ole Miss. It wasn't a long time ago that we were doing these shows and a lot of fans were upset with Dave Aranda. So I, I remember that. He's not, he's not fully done with his second year. It's only his first winning season. That does, now, that doesn't mean a whole lot to some, but I do have some worries. I do have some worries. I mean, guys, experience matters. Experience matters. think he'd do a good job, uh, but I think he would, he would have to grow on the job a little bit. I think he would have to grow on the job. But the one thing that you get with Dave – and the one thing that's not questionable is you're going to have a guy that's going to be coming to work every day. You're not going to have to worry about any of the off-the-field bullshit. You're not going to have to worry about is he working his ass off. You, you don't have – none of that worries. But I remember three weeks ago as well that they got beat by TCU, TCU without Gary Patterson. And, and got out coached without a head coach on the other sideline. Uh, Josh says, I think Blake knows more than he's putting out. Hashtag bluffing Rafino. Maybe. Uh, Carrie says, do you believe Arana has interviewed or are you still holding that close to the vest? Um, close to the vest. I think that um, you kick the tires on everybody. So what's a, what's technically an interview? So if I go out here and say yes – um, you know, look, guys, you can do this. I don't, I don't know how, I'm not trying to boast, brag, whatever. I mean, in 2016, we broke the story about Dave Aranda staying and not going to Texas A&M and staying at LSU. All I'm going to say is, is that I have a pretty good source. Go and look at it. It's on our Twitter and all that shit. Um, I have a pretty good source that's close to the Aranda family. Um, with, with that <laughs> pretty close, actually, actually very close. Um, I will, I, I will say this. If you go out there and say he's interviewed, what's technically an interview? Um, I think that you kick the tires on everybody. I think you call and ask Saban, Hey man, you miss Baton Rouge. I mean, guys, this is a, this is a coaching search. You're not getting Saban. I get all that. You call him, you call him, you call everybody. It doesn't get. Guys, any of you that's in sales, and people, guys in sales will know this, when you're in sales, if you're picking up to get business, who gives a flying F word if they, if they tell you no? Pick up the phone. What's that movie, Wolf of Wall Street? Somebody tells you no, pick up the phone and start dialing. You're going to get a lot of no's before you get yeses. The, the good thing about LSU is you don't get a lot of no's. You get a lot of, please, sweet baby Jesus, yes. Please, Daddy. Please, Big Daddy Scott Willard, let me come. That's what she said. Uh, Power Waffle. <laughs> I've actually had one of them Power Waffles before. They were all right. They are all right. They are all right. Uh, but he says, Riley or bust. Robert Law says, hashtag ask Blake, if Walker Howard keeps his commitment, is there any way we get a Manning at LSU? Uh, do you think Manning is hyper legit? I've seen him play. I've been to a couple of his games. I think he's he's a good quarterback. I think he can do a lot of things well. I think he do, throws a deep ball exceptionally well, which is a, very difficult for kids his age, regardless if he's a Manning or not. 
I think that he doesn't have a lot of athletes around him. I think he's got some good offensive line pieces around him right now. He has a lot of receivers that miss passes, don't run right routes. I, I, I think that um, I think he's going to only get better. I don't think that you get him with Walker Howard here, no. Uh-uh. Nicholas on YouTube says, have you heard anything about Billy Napier being announced as a head coach at Florida on Saturday? No, not personally, I have not. Um, the people around Lafayette have said that they believe that he's going and he's going to get the job. Let me tell you what I believe about that. Either one of two things are happening with Billy Napier. This is the one or two things that's happening with Billy Napier right now, and I fully believe this. Number one, he is a legit candidate for Florida. But see, the, the, the funny thing about that is that when you hear talk about from people from Lafayette talking about this, what are the people from Florida saying? Like, guys, you got to always remember something. In a coaching search, and I learned this the hard way. I learned this the hard way in this business. It's not just a one-sided affair. It's never just a one-sided affair. You got to – you if you hear something here, you got to somehow, some way, without giving up your information – Ask someone that covers that team, someone that's close there, call them, ask them, talk to them, see what they're saying. Because nine times out of ten, when you give them something somewhat juicy, they're going to fire fire right back in something that you're like, shit. Or, oh, damn. Okay, two sides to every story. In saying that, the Florida people are kind of like, yeah, Billy Napier sounds good. You know, Billy Napier sounds good. What about Bob Stoops? I mean, they're not. They're not completely sold on this yet. So, we'll see how that goes. I just wanted to, to let you know that. So, with that being said, either he's a legit candidate or for Florida or he's bluffing his ass off. Billy Napier is putting on pressure for LSU to make a move. We're about to find out. I tend to believe that it's not necessarily bluffing, but, man, that shit's quick. Either they've been talking to Billy Napier, which then confirms what we were talking about earlier, or he's putting on a lot of pressure saying, hey, LSU, I'm about to go. LSU, I'm about to go to Florida. going to play you every year. What you going to do? And Scott Wilburn ain't going to be bluffed. Why does he care if he's got his guy? Brandon Reese says, imagine what Booty, Thomas, Smith, and Besh would look like in uh, Riley's system, especially with a competent quarterback, and Chris Hilton, and Kayshawn Blutie. They kill it. You know, the simple fact, um, and Call Me Larry says, Miles refused to change his offensively, and Edo refused to change defensively. That's very true. Um, why aren't, why aren't we um why aren't we getting the ball to those to those guys more you know like why aren't we getting the ball to to Brian Thomas Jr more guys guys let me let me ask you this question Jesus Christ why in the hell are we running a pop pass to the short side of the field with Brian Thomas as a slot receiver, a guy that's not look. Brian Thomas has got Brian Thomas has got some good wheels. He's got some good wheels. 
But, man, I mean, that position is someone for like a Tyreek Hill or Trey Palmer on this team or a Chris Hilton, shit, somebody. You're putting this kid at six four and a half and inside the slot running a pop pass? Call me stupid, but Jesus Christ. Uh, Don on YouTube says, Woodward Dunn had a whole season since this U- since the UCLA. Yeah. Uh-oh. All right, I'm reading the text. Hold on. All right. Somebody send me something about Riley. I'll just say this. Oklahoma people, Oklahoma guys are, are getting nervous. I know I had your boy on last week. They're getting nervous. Ty says top three goes to Riley, 2A Napier, 2B Aranda. For me, I'd be happy with any three. I feel like um, I feel like that is um, – I feel like that is a lot of a lot of fans. Um, Dane B says sends us five dollars on YouTube. Thank you, I appreciate that. He says I bought a bo- I bought a bottle of High West last week. After your recommendation, good stuff. It got me through the game Saturday. Yeah, man, this high that High West, bro. It, it it's good, man. It's smooth. It's smooth. You know, every time I drink the Cowboy High West bourbon whiskey, I feel like I'm on Yellowstone. I want to put on my cowboy hat. I want to put, you know, guys, I, look, I, look, I, I'm, I got some culture in me. Look, I'm from the 985. We got hicks and sticks out in this bitch. Hicks and sticks. Now, they don't like my Italian ass a lot, but doesn't mean I can't cowboy and beat that ass, though. I'm just telling you, I feel like I'm on Yellowstone. I mean, man, I go to the gas station, and and they ain't – look, man, anybody from the country knows you're going to see you a toothless woman now. Hey, baby – and they always call you baby. Girl, I don't want you, dog. God forbid. Don't mean it wrong. Just saying, don't smoke the meth. Don't smoke meth. Guys, how hard is it not to smoke meth? <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Chad Selfa, what's up, Chad? Uh, it says, Jeremy Hill said for the ULM game that Scott was in a great mood. All right. <laughs> On the sideline, giving high fives and smiling ear to ear. Does he have the, his coach? Uh, look, I'll say this. I believe he does. And I, I, said, and I said that Monday. I said that this morning um, on the post on Facebook. So, you can go read it on Twitter, Facebook, wherever. I did in there in the top 12 say that I thought that he got it. I agree with Jeremy there. Uh, my feeling is he's got his guy. It's a feeling. Um, that's something that we talked about more than 12 hours ago. Actually, 14 hours ago, we talked about that. Josh Forbes says, hashtag ask Blake, you the man. Uh, if you know, you know who it is. Um, I don't know who it is. Here, here's the thing. There's things that you believe and there's things that you know. I don't know. I mean, look, there's a lot of things that are sourcing and putting pieces together, nothing being confirmed. So until that day comes that you announce Lincoln Riley or whomever, 
I don't know. I mean, some source is going to have to give it to me on a red bow because there's a lot of shit flying out here. Shit wasn't flying out here during this baseball search. Not like this. Not like this. Not like this. Say what you want. Not like this. Um, Bundy says Manny isn't coming to LSU. Georgia, Ole Miss. Look, Lane's pushing hard, man. Lane's not going. Lane's going to turn over every stone. He's not going to give the Mannings any excuse. And speaking of that, that's another guy who really wants that that Florida job. Got to give credit to my buddy Jake Crane. He said this before. He'll you know he'll say it again. If you could imagine um, Lane at a Florida school, because those coaches can't recruit like Florida. The, the, the only the good thing about Lane is he's a damn good recruiter, damn good play caller, damn good recruiter. You can't take that away from him. He's chaotic as hell off the field, taking pictures with with married women that are mothers. Okay, saying I want to ride Lane. Oh, I mean the Lane train. You guys with Title Nine and shit, you can't have Lane taking pictures with with married women with posters saying I want to ride you. It's funny. It's cute. I think it's funny. Ha ha. You can't do that shit here. Not right now. Not until this Title Nine shit's over with. Or is Ron finally to get out of that lawsuit? He might win it. He might not. Let's see. But I told y'all to ask due process on that bitch, too. Look, I've been on Ed's ass, but you're going to prove you're going to try to prove somebody for covering some, something up in the court of law. You better bring that ass. You better bring that shit now. Look, I've been on I've been on Ed's ass, and it's bitten me, and, and people have said that I've stuck up for Orgeron, and, and, and I'm an Orgeron homer and all that shit, but I'm going to do what's right. You're going to say some shit about a man like that, you better come with it. Tony Williams says, what's up, Blake and the Rudy crew? What's happening, Tony? Bryce says, I got a few Florida buddies pre, uh, pretty hype on Napier and think it's a done deal. We'll see. We will see. Jacob Marzo says, Napier is a legit candidate to Florida, not done by no stretch. He's talked to a numerous of schools, but TCU and Florida have shown the most interest. We'll see. Look, I, it, it could happen. Or he's bluffing. Or he's bluffing. It's either one of two things. Say <laughs> the one of two things. He doesn't have any other options. Either he's bluffing. Either he's bluffing, guys. It's a little too quick for me. Y'all really think Florida's going to name their head coach within forty-eight hours? No. Now they might announce him Saturday. That's a different beast. But if they hire him within forty-eight hours, that's not really a due diligence process unless they knew that they were firing Mullen. Uh, Robert Law says, Blake, we need to do a live show from Landers in Franktown. Yeah, they ain't got no service out there, man. I can't do no show. I can't do no show from Landers. Come on, man. <laughs> Farron Thibodeau says, LMAO, hey, baby. Tell me that's not, tell me that's not the truth. You always got that toothless woman at the gas station yelling at men saying, hey, baby, hey, baby, girl, please stop it. 
And I don't, I'm not trying to be mad at him. Ryan Thibodeau says, high west top shelf cowboy boots and bucking bulls. I ain't getting no goddamn bull. Hell no. I don't keep that shit somewhere else. Uh, Dane B says, you're a good man, Blake. Keep doing what you're good. Keep doing your thing, bro. Thank you. Brandon Ray says, Kiffin versus Kirby Smart would be an interesting matchup every year. Hell yeah, it would. Hell yeah, it would. <laughs> and look, but here's the thing with Lane, man. He's got to win the. He's got to win a big one. Like he not not the not the big one. A big one. A big one. So we'll see. Reed says, "Do one from a meet. We can do one from a meet." Oh, he says that happens in a meet. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Them toothless women—they come out of nowhere. I mean. They pop out out of nowhere. Like, they be sitting in them damn trash cans. You be pumping your gas. Like, hey, baby. God damn. <laughs> I mean, what the hell are you doing? I'm just, I, I, I'm just trying to get something to eat. I'll get you something. I, I, look, I, it, it, it's, I'll get you something to eat. But, but, man, don't scare the shit out of me, man. Whew. I packed that. <laughs> Never mind. I'm gonna. I packed that clock. Uh, Zachariah Cameron, what's up, Zach? He says exactly. He needs to go to a school like Virginia. Not saying that they need an opening. Yeah. Yep. 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 Let's get to a couple more of these comments up top. Uh, Gerald Holyfield said, "Good morning, folks. Good night. Go Tigers." Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Ty says, heard Florida AD was in Lafayette today. I didn't hear that. It'd be interesting. I didn't hear that, though. Wasn't he doing, like, a speech or something? Our buddy Gator Dave said, our buddy Gator Dave said that he was doing something in, in Gainesville today, though, like Jacksonville, too. Like he was, like he was going to all the big-name big, big name boosters. I, I I don't know that. I'm not trying to source Florida shit. I like, I, I I'm keeping out of that, because I, I, I don't know nothing. I can only t I can only say like I don't know. Somebody was saying that shit that covers Florida. I I don't remember. I, if he was in Lafayette today, wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. TJ says hashtag ask Blake with it being this quiet on the LSU head coaching search. Do you think Scott uh, has his coach already in the bag? I do. Um, and I think that there's a lot of shit going around away from Lincoln, um, and so for that, and so for that reason, for that reason, that's why I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with him currently until I get proven wrong. Now, look, Mario Cristobal is a guy that that lost this past Thursday, but it's a but it, the, the the problem with Mario Cristobal is again talking about not winning the big game, guys. 2019, he's getting beat by Auburn and Dallas, and everybody's like, well, he lost his receiver. Bullshit! It don't matter. It don't matter. If you're a playoff team, if you're the Pac-12 champion, you have no business whatsoever losing to the third team in the SEC West. With that being said, he lost to Utah again. They were going to make the playoffs last season. If you remember, they lost to Utah, got kicked out of the playoffs. Happened back-to-back -back seasons. Again can, he get, again, can he get the quarterback there? Can he get the talent there? I don't know that. I don't believe that he can. Oregon's not a rich state Oregon, with talent. 
not, not saying he's a good coach, but winning and losing matters on, in this shit now. <laughs> Jimbo Hudat says, Livingston Parish girls, hey, baby. Now, I live close to Livingston Parish, and that's the truth. Uh, Alex Ezel says on YouTube, what do you think of that SLU Nichols game Thursday? Hell of a game. Yeah, it was a hell of a game. I can't believe my t- my Lions lost, though. Can't believe my li- the Lions lost. Typical, though. Typical. Very, very, very atypical. Um, but they're in the playoffs, which is the only thing that they care about. Brandon Reese says this weekend is going to be interesting. Shit. Guys, I'm telling you. I Look, and we talked about this on Twitter, and I, I posted it, and we, we had some conversations with it. I had thrown it out there that I believed that Monday and Tuesday was going to – today and tomorrow is going to be a very big source day. Everybody's hearing shit. And to Monday did not did not disappoint. Did not disappoint. Tomorrow will probably be just the same. Wednesday will slack off. Thursday you won't hear much. Friday, early Friday morning, it's going to pick up. Late Friday you're going to hear sourcing, um, sourcing. Saturday morning it's going to pick up very rampant of what you're hearing. And then Saturday during the game, I expect something to probably either not after the game, but you'll start hearing shit floating around. That's how I envision this week happening. Fully envision this week happening. And we're going to be monitoring the the Oklahoma State game, Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game. They get beat. I think you know you got your coach Sunday or Monday. So I, that's what I believe. People say it's crazy. People think I'm crazy. Whatever. Um, We'll see. Go Cowboys. Pirrell, 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 Pirrell. Go, Pokes. <laughs> All right. Last one. We're getting out of here. Um, Not that one. Uh, Jimbo says, hashtag ask Blake, how does Scott have his guy if Riley wins out? He ain't coming out uh, here. So how does Scott? Then he doesn't have him. I think you gotta you gotta find a way that throws a wrench in it. But we'll see, we'll see. Gotta have faith. Gotta have faith. I'm a man. I'm forty. Actually, I'm not. I'm a little bit younger than that. All right. We'll see you guys again tomorrow. We're gonna have a modified schedule this week because of uh, Thanksgiving. We'll let you know all the modified schedules uh, during the day and stuff like that. But until then, guys, you guys have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.